The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the Combank's Christmas Drought Appeal, helping farmers and communities hit hard by drought. Donate today in the Combank app or visit your local Combank branch. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 25th of November. In your squeeze today, Chinese spy claims. Michael Bloomberg enters the democratic race. Opposition to Equinor's oil drilling plans. And walking the cat. This is your squeeze today. Starting today with the tale of Chinese man Wang Li Chung, he says he's a defected Chinese spy who is now seeking protection from the Australian government. That would make him the first Chinese operative Claire to ever blow his cover. Yeah, it's a pretty wild story. It ran off the front pages of the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age on Saturday and has dominated the media over the weekend. He says that he's a spy of five years standing. He was involved in operations to interfere in the politics of Hong Kong. Kong, Taiwan and Australia, and it was a request to start meddling in the 2020 US presidential election, he says, that made him put his foot down and seek asylum in Australia. What the Chinese embassy in Australia said yesterday is that he's a fraudster, that he was convicted of fraud charges uh, in China and that the Shanghai police are actually looking for him. And in addition to this, last night on Nine's 60 Minutes, claims were aired that a suspected Chinese spy ring tried to install an agent into the Australian parliament. Another wild story. What's claimed is that a Chinese spy ring run out of Melbourne sought to pay a Liberal Party member, a guy called Bo Zhao, uh, $1 million to run for the Melbourne seat of Chisholm. He took that to ASIO for investigations, but he died earlier this year in circumstances that are still being investigated. There's a link in the Squeeze Today email to that 60 Minutes investigation if you want to take a look. And whilst we're talking about China's alleged attempts to influence elections, there are actually district council elections being held in Hong Kong at the moment. They are. They were held yesterday. The district councils are the lowest tier of government in Hong Kong and normally they don't get a whole lot of attention. But given the current political troubles there, there was a lot of attention on them. Three million people turned out to vote yesterday, which is more than double what went to the last elections. The results will be declared this morning, apparently. Uh, Lots of attention on it, of course, because it's seen as a proxy for either support of China. They have a lot of backed candidates in that election, or of course, are the protesters. Still on elections and over to the US, billionaire Michael Bloomberg has announced he'll run as a Democratic candidate. A late tilt. A really late run from Bloomberg for this. The Democrats start their voting process to select their candidate to run against Donald Trump uh, in just three months' time. He's a billionaire philanthropist. Uh, He's a media magnate. Of course, the Bloomberg Media Company uh, is his. He's a former New York City mayor. Uh, He's someone who says that can bring a more moderate uh, kind of platform to that presidential campaign. Moving away from elections now, back to Australian news. Two sisters aged one and two years old were found dead in a car outside their Logan home south of Brisbane on Saturday. Just a sad, sad story. It is, and reports say they died from exposure to extreme heat. Their mother is 27-year-old Kerri-Ann Conley. She's been charged with two counts of murder. The Australian this morning reports that neighbours had seen those children uh, left in the car previously, and there's a question about whether drugs played a role in the tragedy. 
And just to round out some crime news over in Western Australia, the trial into Bradley Edwards, known as the Claremont Killer, begins today. He's accused of kidnapping and killing three women in 1996 and 1997. And the Westpac board, Claire, has met to discuss the 23 million alleged breaches of anti-money laundering and terror financing laws. What's the fallout from that board meeting? Looks like there's still some fallout to come. The board meeting on Friday, Mm. they backed the CEO, Brian Hartzer, but yesterday seems that they read the tea leaves a little bit more. It announced that the executive team and other senior members of management have had their bonuses frozen. But with Josh Frydenberg and also Parliament returning this week, we can expect it to be a big issue. So it's probably not the end of it. Yes, the Treasurer has already weighed in saying there were hard conversations to be had ahead of the board's age. GM on the 12th of December. Norwegian energy company Equinor wants to look for oil in the Great Australian Bight, but plenty aren't happy about it. And it's a campaign that's been going on for a while, but it's coming to a bit of a crunch point this week with Equinor expected to lodge some more environmental information with the government regulator on its plans to drill an exploration well about 400 kilometres off the South Australian coast. Yeah, 10,000 or so surfers and activists paddled out in protest of the plans, Claire. Those include Mick Fanning and Lane Beachley, names we all know. What's their big gripe? Big gripe is that they just don't want that very pristine environment potentially contaminated with uh, something like that. Of course, disasters can happen, as we know, and when that does, it's a really big issue for the locals. And in South Korea, this is an interesting one, it's compulsory for almost all healthy men to serve time in the army before they reach the age of 28. No exception will be made for mega K-pop boy band BTS. They have to do their two years service just like everyone else. Not that they're trying to get out of it. Their management says apparently they're happy to do their duty just like everyone else does. But fans and others were expecting them to get an exemption given they are big stars and given they're out on the international stage really advocating for South Korea. And whilst we're talking about big stars, Kim Kardashian West is in the new Uber Eats campaign alongside Magda Shabansky, but playing her role as Sharon Strzelecki from Kath and Kim. That ad is well worth a look. And each day the email subject line of the Squeeze Today email is a song lyric that hints at one or more of the news stories covered. What have we lined up this morning? So, Kate, when you think of, you know, something to do with the catwalk, is there a particular song you think of? Oh, well, of course, it's something to do with modelling. Yeah, yeah. On the right track. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always go to Right Said Fred, I'm too sexy. Oh, yes, of course. There is a story today about how to walk your cat and apparently it's happening with their neighbours, uh, putting them on a lead. So I've gone for a lyric from that from Right Said Fred, which is I do my little turn on the catwalk. Walk your cat with style. A reminder to check out our new weekly podcast, Squeeze Shortcuts. Last week we released one on Islamic State. Others include your shortcut to climate change, Turkey and the Syrian Kurds. We've done one on the world leaders of Turkey, Brazil and India, some big world players. We've also got a shortcut to Brexit post Boris Johnson and plenty more. What a way to kick off the week today. Absolutely. Get into it. <laughs> Just search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app. We'll chat to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.